Just to let you know, we might be using some of our grown-up words on this episode. So if you have any kids or co-workers around, you might want to think about putting them to bed a little early tonight. Wait. This is Lisa. And hi, this is Adam. And this is Designated Parent, a podcast where we look at children's programming through the eyes of adult beverages. That's that's great. And so welcome. Cheers. And yeah, it's good night. I'm the only one with the drink, so yeah, it's true. Cheers. I'll cheers. I finished my drink while you were dealing with. We we actually had a kind of a false start a minute ago. We had a knocker. We had a knocker. Like 15 minutes into the podcast, we're like, not ah. even, not even 15 minutes. Podcast. We were like just barely at intro, which I screwed up anyway, so it was fine. It was fine. It was it was take two, and yeah, so I finished my drink while Lisa was talking her back into bed. So so tonight I'm drinking um, a Midsummer Gin. Yes, by it's, Hendrix. Yes, Hendrix Midsummer Gin. Uh, it's an ounce and a half of Midsummer Gin, half an ounce of elderflower liqueur. We use Saint Germain around here because we fancy. And then, it does come in a very fancy bottle. Looks really cool. That's why I buy it. And then you uh, pour that in a highball over ice and top with club soda. The end. Stir it is and very drink. simple, but very delicious. Super yummy. So if you can get some Midsummer Hendrix, it's in the Plus purple bottle. Plus it comes bottle. in a purple bottle. It's so super cute. cute. It's super cute. So it's good. So that's been my. That's been our kind of like summery. I mean, we just started drinking it, so it's not like it's our drink of choice. Fair, for... but like. I think, I think that's going to be my my summer 2019 drink. That's where I'm going. I'm here, I'm here for that. Yeah. So, so good good evening. So, how's your week been? Uh, my week felt kind of fast. Yeah. Like, it kind of got to the end. I was like, where did we end up here? So, that was kind of crazy. But, but it was good. Like, we, um, it, I took, the first time I went to Kings Island. Like, you have been to Kings Island with our kids a couple of times. A couple times, yeah. But I hadn't yet. So we took the kids to Kings Island after mm-hmm. work one day, like mm-hmm. in the evening. That was fun. That was fun. And um, let's see. I went and played Arkham Horror with some friends. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna say horror. It's horror. It's two syllables. I have a hard time with that. Horror. horror. You can't just say horror. Horror. <laughs> it comes up like horror. Right. So it sounds like Arkham Horrors, and I'm like, no. It's that's... a different game. Totally different game. You don't play that game. I'm sure it's somewhere. Some someone's got it. I'll I'll check at Gen Con. I'll let you know. I'm sure. But uh, they're doing an expansion called After or Dead of Night. Mm-hmm. And so that's going to be a maybe that they're in there. I'll have to check. Mm. Maybe, but probably not. No, all the worst things happen at night in Arkham. So that's makes sense. You're like I have no idea what you're talking about. I love this. The look of confusion on your face. You're just like, all right, whatever. I mean, whatever. So it's like Arkham is an insane asylum in the Batman universe. Yeah. Like, so Gotham does not have really good, like, mental health issue stuff. And so they just, like, take all the mentally ill people who are also criminals and 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 put them in a thing. Because this isn't anything to do with the Batman universe. Oh, where is Arkham then? Arkham, okay, so Arkham of the Batman universe is named after Arkham Asylum, or the Arkham Asylum of, that was like in England. Like, that's an oh. old school thing. Okay, so this so, is old school so England? That's, yeah, Arkham that's a branch. War? So, also there was an Arkham Asylum in the works of H.P. Lovecraft. 
I don't know who that is. Uh, and so... Um, what did they write? Uh, uh, it's all the Cthulhu mythos and uh, Rats in the Walls. It's all this, like, super gothic horror. Okay. But, like, the great old ones and, like, these gods that, like, come and consume this all of the planet and all of humanity. And, it, like, all of his stories are really freaky, like, okay. weirdness. And so... It's it's really dark and really, you know, it's not good. There there are no happy moments. And, and okay, like one of your meters is your sanity, mm-hmm. and as you encounter like freaky stuff, you lose sanity and right, you end up you going start to mad. Yourself. Mm-hmm. Yeah, very very English Gothic horror that you go insane. Okay, and so it's it's great. They're a lot of fun. They're very you know just creepy. It's kind of like um, Betrayal at the House on the Hill. Okay. Like that, that kind stuff. of vibe. Yeah, very much that. But it's like set in but a city. old, old timey? Uh, 1920s, 1930s. Interesting. Maybe teens. I don't know. It's kind of in that. It's a... Between... Yeah, between wars. The interwar period, definitely okay. so. Uh, kind of before the Great Depression. Like, it doesn't have that flavor yet. So, kind of, I don't know. Somewhere in the early 20s, I would say, maybe. But okay. It's, yeah. But it's also kind of unhinged from time, because it's all fantasy. So kind of you, you, things happen and yeah mm-hmm. but it's it's great and so we spent like 45 minutes figuring out how to set up the game which oh man that seems like a great game yeah yeah truly at the end of the day when i'm like oh i could watch this netflix special but it's 45 minutes long i'm like no but don't have time for that like i'm just gonna watch brooklyn 99 <laughs> Yeah. Or, no, you're just like, I'm just going to go to bed. Right, or like, I'm just going to go to bed because I, 45 minutes is too long. I do not have that much free time. Mm-hmm. Whereas I'm like, 45 minutes seems like a great amount of time just to set up a board game and just like get my deck ready and get my pieces picked out and like craft my offense and like, mm-hmm. yeah, like to me, I have so many games that like a 45 minute setup is like, would be right, awesome. And that's just, whew. And so, and then you play for like three hours. Yeah. And then you come home. And so thank you very much for letting me be out for four hours on a Tuesday. That I mean, was, whatever. We're not going to make a habit of it, I don't think. Big but deal, but... It, was, it was a lot of fun. And uh, I am glad you had fun, and I'm also glad you played with people who were not me. You're welcome to join us. Yeah. If we can find that a sitter. sounds terrible. Oh, it was so much fun. It was so much fun. Um, and then what happened? Wednesday we went Wednesday out to Wednesday was Skyline. like a regular day. Yeah, we went to Skyline. We just mm-hmm. came home and actually got some stuff done. Yeah, because, I mean, we still ha- we were still kind of like a backlog of laundry. Yeah, so. Was it, there was a day that all I did was clean the kitchen, and I was like, how is this possible? I think that was Tuesday. I think that was Tuesday. <laughs> uh, and then Thursday was kind of a low-key day, other than the fact that I was, like, frantically packing for camp. Right, so uh, it's Father's Day. Today's Father's Day. On yep. this. Happy Father's Day to all the fathers. Mm-hmm. Out there. I literally don't think any fathers listen to this podcast because I uh, know most of the people that listen yeah, to the podcast. I mean, you know, if maybe there's one. And maybe there's one or two. But, um, but ha- happy Father's Day to everyone. So, yes. Tell your father you love him. Right. Or your people. Whoever your, your people are. Whoever you, whoever you like for your father. Anyway. So, mm-hmm. but anyway. Uh, so, this weekend we had a, a father kid camping trip through our church. Just great fun. Mm-hmm. Um, we went out. There were like fourteen families that showed up. That's a lot. Yeah, it like, seems like a lot. It's legit. Like that's a that's a fun time. There's a lot of kids running around. Like everybody can meet some new friends. And like, 
mm-hmm. can hide in my tent and try not to talk to people. Right, right. I mean, with, you do with marginal success. Yeah. Because you're also like, I'm going to figure out how to make coffee for everybody. Yeah, like, well, I have a job, and then, like, I, I have a thing I'm doing, and I have my domain, and people can come into my domain where I'm in control, because that's how I roll. Yeah. Like, and so, like, yeah, we went out there, we, we stopped for fast food on the way, because just timing, I, I can't get oh, dinner. Oh, no. I always have fast food. Like, yeah, on the way out to camp. On the way out to camp. Unless they're, um, they're like, we will serve dinner at 6. I'm like, I can be there if as you're long serving as someone dinner, else is serving dinner. But I can't yeah. get out there and cook dinner by 6. So, yeah. So, got out there, set up the tents and stuff. It's just kind of a light drizzle, kind of just meh. Not a great night, but not bad. But, like, you still have a fire. You still have s'mores. You could, like... Yeah, totally. It's totally fine. So, we did that. We had the s'mores. Um... We had the fire, which is, you know, good things. And then we went to bed and like, yeah, it was fine that night. Got up the next morning. I made pancakes and bacon on a camp stove. Like I'd never used like one of those legit like. Like the Coleman camp stoves with the two burners. Yeah. Yeah. Camp Chef is the, Camp Chef Chef is the, the brand that everybody kind of swears by. And they're not that expensive, but like, oh my gosh, I was like, I borrowed one just to see if I like it. I love it. I want one. So that's probably going to end up happening. Um, and so I cooked pancakes and breakfast for a couple of family, pancakes and bacon rather for a couple of families and mm-hmm. cut me coffee. Like I was, I was the big hero because mm-hmm. I was the guy with the coffee. Like you, I'm sure you were. If you're like, Hey, I made coffee. I made coffee. And like, people are like, this is actually coffee. I'm like, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's Folgers. It's not, yeah. But... I didn't go super fancy here, but I wasn't going to yeah. be able to refrigerate the beans all night either. So, Mm-hmm. I'm not bringing a grinder. Oh, that's too that's way so, too much work. Way too much work. So you know, it is what it is. But it was entirely passable. Gaps of coffee. So we did that. Mm-hmm. And everyone's like, "You're my hero." And then, did uh, you have uh, like disposable cups for people? I didn't. I forgot the disposable cups. It's on my mm-hmm. list of things. Like next round. Next round. Make sure I bring those because you always forget things and then just kind of have a mental catalog of all the things to bring next time or things like don't bother bringing that. It was totally worth this. Mm-hmm. So I'm I'm getting better at this camping thing. And I mean, you've been doing it for a little bit. Yeah, I've been doing it for a little bit. It's something that my kids enjoy. So I'll, you know, it's relatively cheap. Like you just buy like one or two new things each trip and then it's just food. And mm-hmm. like, I think it costs us like 35 bucks for the, oh yeah, yeah, camping is the reservation. Cheap. You know, it's real cheap. So it was fine. Uh, we went canoeing. Mm-hmm. That's a, I think that's the first time our kids, all of our kids have gone canoeing. Yeah. I think like. I think our oldest has been canoeing with, like, Cub Scouts. Like, on a lake. On a like, lake, just, yeah. And he's been in a canoe. Like, yeah. I wouldn't call it canoeing. Right. But he definitely has been in a canoe. And so we did that. We did a 10-mile canoe trip. That's a that's an impressive clip because there were some young kids there. Yeah. So. so, I mean, our youngest is six, and he sat in the bottom of a canoe for most of the trip. Mm-hmm. Just chilling and hanging out and talking and... I did kind of, sort of, maybe run over a kid with the canoe. Run under one of our children? No, one, not one of ours. It was, child. A, it was unrelated to our party. So what Were they in the water? Yeah, they were in the water. So we came up on this one area, and there's a bunch of bro, dude bros, like, mm-hmm. like, all their kayaks are, like, tied together, and they're just, like, tied off in the middle of a, the river. Like, like having a picnic? Uh, yes, a liquid picnic, mm-hmm. um, if you will. And, um, they were definitely enjoying the, the day. And so I'm trying to get around that bottleneck. And so I'm going around the corner 
And I know there's a kid over on the right, like splashing in the shallows. He's like, oh, like got swimming. A, he's swimming, and he's got like a little life preserver on. Like a, it's like one of those like inflatable donut like things, oh. like the legs built into it, like the floaty ones. Yeah, kind of. But this kid is like legit, like eight, like mm-hmm. and like a decent eight year old size. And so it's like, okay, uh, whatever. It's just like this whole kind of weird scene happening, and I'm trying to get around these guys, and he's about eight feet to the right, and these guys are like three feet to the left. Like, there's not a lot of space here. Mm-hmm. And I'm not a good canoeist. Um, it's not my calling. And so I'm trying to do that. And I look over just in time to see like this kid like splash out in front of me and just like right in front of the canoe. And I'm like, thump, thump. I'm like, sorry, dude. And yeah, and yeah, it was. Was he like, I'm okay? Yeah, his parents were like, it's fine, he's fine, he's fine. I'm like, yeah. And like, he jumped in front of you. You didn't like run over Yeah, him. like legit, he ran in front of me. So it, I felt a little bit bad, but then I'm like putting every, this whole scene together and like, what are you people doing? Like, what is happening here? This is, mm-hmm. this is just, yeah, a lot of stupid decisions happening and I have to get around you. And if I don't, I run into a kid. Yeah, you, you're the losers. Sorry. I'm, this is, this is bad, bad parenting all the way. But my kids were fine. So well, that's good. We only like crashed into the riverbank like three times, I think. So mm, that's not terrible. That was fine. So yeah, it was good. It was good. But then we like totally like the weather was starting to turn south. Mm-hmm, with storms. Was well, it was starting to rain, and we couldn't really get. It was raining hard enough. It was not. It was going to be hard to get a fire going. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I don't know about this, guys. We're, we'll have to see what happens. And I started, like, kind of looking on my phone, trying to find the weather forecast. And I'm Mm -hmm. like, it says it's going to get really bad this evening. Like, really bad at, like, 9 o'clock this evening. And pretty much all night. So I said, guys, we're going home. You know, I can't get the fire lit to cook the hot dogs. So go home. I'll cook you hot dogs. Have a movie night. Mm -hmm. And this was meant to general. And, like, everybody else on the camp, all the dads are talking. Because it was just a dad's trip. Right. And we're all talking. And it's like, yeah, this is going to get bad. And so... We decided to just scrap the whole trip. And so all of us together were like, we're all going home. So that like nobody's kids were like, but so-and-so. So saying. That's the worst. Yeah. And you're like, okay, cool. But um, that guy actually, like, he lives, he's a former Marine. He lives for how bad this sucks. Like. Right. Right. You know, that, I'm like, that's not me. I'm, Mm -hmm. no. And so we got home, got set up. I work in tech support. It's yeah. not. It's not what I want to do. I'm what we call indoorsy. Yes. I occasionally will take my drink on the patio if the weather is pleasant. Right. Right. But, but I'm a delicate flower. Yeah, I am. And so we we bail up. I cook dinner. Kind of start unpacking, doing the laundry and the dishes and all that junk. Which honestly, like, I got a lot of that done before you got home. Like, yeah. I mean, you I came don't... home not to a disaster. Our garage is a little mess because all the wet stuff's out there. Right. But um, you know, inside the house isn't isn't terrible. Isn't terrible. Um. And then I was, I got the kids to bed and I'm watching the weather reports because it was getting a little sketchy up here. And as I'm watching, all of a sudden they like break in and they're like, there's like 50 to 60 mile an hour straight line wind gusts in Moro, which is where we were. And there's a tornado warning. We've, we've got rotation in the clouds and that lasted for like two hours. I'm like, we would have spent the night mm-hmm. in the bathroom of the campground right that huddle sucks. and like we would have picked our tent out of the trees behind it like there was flash flood warnings on the river mm-hmm. that we were camped right next to i was like this is and I, and i had 
our oldest was whining and complaining that like I was a wimp and I was like listen when I know for sure that you know this was the right decision I'm I'll come and wake you up no matter what time it is so at 11 o'clock at night I went into his room I'm like hey I told you so this is what happened he's like okay and so we talked about it a little more this morning and we had the like I want you guys to have fun, but you also got to be safe. Mm-hmm. So. Like, not everything I do is to piss you off. Like, honestly, I don't fucking care. I don't. I don't do anything because you will react a certain way. Yeah. Like, your emotional well-being is, like, 12th on my list of priorities. Like, I I want you to understand that I'm not doing things arbitrarily and that, like, mm-hmm. I'm not intentionally trying to piss you off. Never. Like, never if I have the choice between doing X and making you happy and doing Y and not make and, and making you mad, I will pick X. I will try to make you happy as much as I can. That is absolutely a priority. But if it's like keeping you safe or making you happy. Yeah, safe always wins. Yeah, you're no, it's not even a it's not even close. It's not even a contest. You are going to be safe, like it or not. And so we, we kinda had that conversation. And he's like, I guess, but I really wanted to spend the night. I was like, no, that's the thing. You left before it got bad, like we would have been sitting in a bathroom, a camp bathroom, a camp bathroom, not even like our bathroom, yeah. which is gross. Our bathroom is gross enough, but but like we've been sitting in a camp bathroom, and like our tent would have been destroyed. We would have been soaked to the bone, um, and like that's a best case scenario. Like you would not be happy in that situation. Mm-hmm. You would be miserable and scared and possibly, like, could have been dangerous. So, you know, this this is the thing. So when I hear that you're sad or angry or upset, I'm like, I get it. But I don't care. Yeah, like, that's, that's, not, not, that's not my job. That's not my problem. So, you know, and so hopefully, you know, there's a little bit of emotional growth there that's like, understand, like, I, I like you and I like you not. I like you to be happy, but I also like you not being dead. So. Right, that's yeah, more important. But I think you had a better Friday, Saturday. I mean, you you had fun. I did have fun. I did have fun. But uh, yeah, so on Friday, Saturday, I had a friend come over and we painted. Um, mm-hmm. We like have a online painting class that we follow. Yeah, it's fun painting some flowers, and then uh, we took a break and went to a local taco place. Mm-hmm. Which is it used to formerly El Taco Loco, but uh, now Tres Hermanos. Now it's Tres Hermanos uh, tacos, and it's delicious. Mm-hmm. And I had four tacos of like all the different meats. Did you have lengua? Yes, I had I had lengua, I had carne asada, I had. Um, did, you, did I have tripe this day today? I did not have tripe. Is their tripe really good? I well okay. I'm not the guy to ask that because okay. I'm not a fan of tripe. I don't like the texture of it. Mm-hmm. Did somebody have it and but was like, it's yeah. good? Well, we did the tour of the taco. Right. Where we went to like four of Dayton's best ta- taco joints. It's a taco crawl. It's a taco crawl. And the tripe tacos at uh, at the time, Taco Loco, were well reviewed. Mm-hmm. But Yeah, I didn't have tripe, but I did have lengua. And I had um, El Pastor and... Chorizo? Chorizo. I know you had chorizo. Pastor. Pastor is like my jam. Like anytime that there's Uh anytime that there's pastor, I was like, oh, I want pastor. Yeah, I I could have ordered your tacos. It would have been I would have gotten you the 
the lengua, the pastor, the chorizo, and then a wild card. Right. I got the carne asada. Yeah. Chicken they were okay. And they were all delicious. They're so good. Y'all find you a little taquiera. Like, it's true. <sighs> so good. Yes, that, then I and like that. you probably spend like six bucks on the whole thing. Like, oh uh, yeah, my tacos were two dollars each, so like yeah, eight dollars, and I bought horchata. Oh, so you got up to ten, right? Because they were like, we have horchata, and I was like, I love horchata. Mm-hmm. You so could just good. like make yourself some cinnamon toast crunch and drink. Right, the and then after. just drink the milk. Mm-hmm. Truly, I think that's what it is. I think it is. But it's so good. That is not a dig. Like that is a that is high praise. It is. It is nectar of the guts. Yes. Yeah, so I did that on Friday, but I was like, we got, uh, I can't stay out too late because I have to get up and go uh, to Columbus in the morning because my friend, Beth, uh, who lives in Chicago, was going to be in town. And she was like, I'm going to be in town for Pride. You can come. And I was like, cool. Mm -hmm. Uh, So I went and met her and some of her friends and we went to Pride. But we went to Pride in like the most old people way. It was so great. Mm -hmm. We like found a coffee shop and we bought some coffee and we hung out on the patio and we like waited for Pride to start with like chairs and there was like a uh, fence between like us and the general crowd. I was like, this is so nice. <laughs> well, and also it's like, it's a Columbus crowd of Pride. It's right. It's, like... a, it's a very chill Pride. Yeah. Like, it's a chill Pride. Yeah. Um, but it's good. Mm-hmm. It was real good. And it was so much fun. Yeah. So much fun. Good. Yeah, you sound yeah. Fun. We, we watched a parade. I personally loved the Flaggets. They were one of my favorites. There's some uh, an inclusive color guard in uh, Columbus, and they were fabulous. They were so good. And I'm glad that like all those uh, color guard people are like finding a finding yeah. a place to be. <laughs> like, like yeah. Because like I community. have none of those skills. Like if I just like tried out for a color guard, like they'd be like you suck at everything <laughs> like you're terrible you you literally impaled the people three down from you right like we expected right. the like, guy next to you we spaced you out but you hit a guy 16 feet away right like it takes some definite like skill which i do not have yeah. so like it, it and, it's, and it's fun to watch oh so that's cool yeah that was fun and then um yeah and then after the parade there was like a, some like concerts mm-hmm. and a little like street fairy type festival thing where you like walk around there's a bunch of booths for some reason the american chemical society was there really yeah you're like hey what's up yeah and they were like if we fill out a survey about uh like a a literature search science finder they're like do you science finder i was like yeah (laughs) yeah i do (laughs) and they're like oh i think you're the first person we've had who's actually like heard of it i was like oh yeah i used to be a member of american chemical society when my boss would pay for the membership but then my boss stopped paying for the membership because i got a different job and I'm like, meh. And they're like, yeah, we understand. Yeah, we get it. <laughs> but, it but it's been a valuable resource. So, yeah. I went and found my science nerds. Um, it's great. Yeah. They had, they had like, pretty cool, like, rainbow shirts that were like, we believe in science. <laughs> I, that and I was fun. like, I, too, believe in science. Can I get I a buy, shirt? Yeah. yeah. Um, I should have asked for a shirt. They probably probably could have given me one. But, um, yeah. The American Chemical Society logo with a rainbow. Yeah, fun. it was good. It was real good. Um, so there was some interesting parade floats. Mm-hmm. I think my favorite was an insurance agency. Really? Yeah. And it had signs. Weird flex. Uh, there was, oh, it was so good. They had signs that was like, uh, we protect your rear end. And I don't remember what the other sign was, but it was really good. And I was like, oh man, like they are winning. <laughs> yeah. Like way to, like. Way to lean in. I mean, like way not to just like 
put a rainbow behind your logo and call it a day. Right, like, right. It was... Um, like, I appreciate that some people are trying that. Like, I mean, every little bit, but I like... Don't, I don't remember the other one, uh, the other line, but I was like, oh, this is like... They they did some research. They, and, they yeah. tried. Well, they have... More than likely, it's, it seems like they probably just have someone on staff with a good sense of humor. Right. It was like, can you help us? And like... Like for Pride? Yeah. And, and like, kudos to them for like helping that, you know, hopefully in a, in a good way, helping that employee to be like, hey, yeah. you, can, you can be our our kind of head, head of this or mm-hmm. spearhead this. Right. So, yeah, like we definitely had uh, some critiques of Pride Flags. Like, that is not gay enough. Like, <laughs> you need more flags. You need like... More fabulousness. Did you see anything? You could from, do better. Did you see anything from Tuscarora County Jesus days? <laughs> I did not. They did, did not, not participate. See, they did not. We did have some counter protesters. Oh okay. Uh, a yeah. lot of them, like yes, yeah, so there were some counter protesters, general like anti-gay counter protesters, and then there were some like um, anti-abortion counter protesters, and I was like, hmm. Yeah. I don't. These people are not the people getting abortions. Like, the. These are not your people. You are not attacking this at the source. Yeah. This is like a, a quadrinary group of people. I mean, yeah. I mean... They don't They don't really struggle yeah, that's with... That's not how that works. Unplanned pregnancy. Not how that works. So, I mean, like, occasionally, I guess, maybe there would be... But yeah, still... Uh, uh, like, but it's not a zero percent, but at the same time... Not a zero percent, but, like, not as much. De- definitely not. Yeah, so I was like, that's an interesting, an interesting thing. And then there were counter-protesters to the counter-protesters, mm-hmm. and my favorite was... Uh, this lady that just had a sign that said likes Nickelback with an arrow that <laughs> like pointed at the the counter protesters. <laughs> and it was oh, great. I was like, well fantastic. done. Just just And then there were some other like uh nice Jesus people who were at the other end who were like giving out water and free hugs and were like, We're sorry that the church fucking sucks. Like you guys keep being great. Yeah. Be fabulous. Well Yeah, like We'll work on some stuff. Yes. But. Like, we're sorry. So. And mm. so, like, there were kind of, like, both sides represented. Um, probably more, you know, kind of, I'll call it a spectrum. Like, there's. <laughs> yeah. I mean, those are probably the, the, the yeah. far ends of the that far spectrum. Ends of that. But. Um, yeah. And so, did that, there was a little bit of rain. It did start to rain. And we were like, oh, let's go home. Uh, and by home, I, we were at a friend who. Mm lives in Columbus and we had some people over and had a barbecue and I made so many gin and tonics. Yes. So with the, I brought the Midsummer gin and the Jack Rudy tonic syrup, neither of which are uh, sponsors of our podcast, but Jack Rudy, if you were listening, you make the best tonic. Just like hands down. Period. It's done. Yeah. And I, and limes. So anyway. And I really want to try the elderflower tonic syrup that with mm, the Midsummer. That might be really good. That might be spectacular. But yeah, I don't know if I want to commit to a whole bottle of elderflower. They make little bottles, so maybe. Syrup. But anyway, um, yeah, and it was delicious, and I made probably 20. I made probably 20 uh, gin and tonics. We went through, like, almost an entire bottle of gin. Just There's probably, like, two ounces left and half a bottle of tonic syrup. Mm-hmm. That's cool. Yeah, and it was good. And I love how, like, instant that is. Like, people are... It's always very impressive. Yeah, people are always like, oh, gin and tonic. And their impression of gin and tonic is like Bombay, which nothing against Bombay. But no, it's, it's good. It's a it's good, a middle, good of the road like, middle of the road gin. And then like the Verner's stuff with the yellow label. Which I feel like is garbage. Like why so would you sucks. drink this if you don't have malaria? Like it's so bad. So 
have like but if you get some good tonic syrup like you can make a good gin and tonic that's the secret mm-hmm. it's not that it's not how hard people just like and we don't do anything fancy like we don't even usually have a lime involved in this no. situation we just it's just good tonic syrup and even good tonic syrup and gin. very cheap gin yeah is good i mean like hendrix isn't hendrix, hendrix is our go to it's not very cheap it's not super cheap, but it's actually not Dayton Gin is our go-to. Our go-to is Dayton Gin, and that is not not that expensive, but good mm-hmm. luck finding it if you're not in Dayton. Right. Um, if you are in Dayton, I like this gin enough that it doesn't fit in my liquor cabinet, and I have to put it on my countertop, and or hide it in my closet when we have a children's birthday party. Yeah. So that's how good. That's it is. how much I like this gin. We yeah we even though it doesn't fit in the liquor cabinet, I still buy we it. Still buy it. Also. Bella Dayton, if you're listening, like, inch and a half. That's all I need. Mm-hmm. So just, just cut it down about an inch and a half, make it a little fatter. We'd great. be golden. It'd be fantastic. But, you know, I don't think they listen to me. Who knows? Maybe they do. Maybe they're very involved in their local community <laughs> of yes. drunken podcasts. I would be. So, um, but that's also good. But then, like, even just, like, Four Peel, which is out of Columbus, mm-hmm. uh, which is art in the age, is who makes that. Yeah. Um, it's a real citrusy gin. It's a very citrusy gin. Hendrix is a more like floral, yeah, floral gin. Dayton is kind of in the middle. Yeah, Dayton's a really nice. So, like it's more herbal, I would say. I would say, yeah, but it still still has a little like it's got a very herbal mouth with a floral nose. I don't know how to expre- express that. I don't like, know anything about gin, but I know it's delicious. It smells like flowers. Tastes like tastes juniper. like pine needles. Yeah, like <laughs> it's really cool, but in a good way. In a great way. Way to go, Juniper. Mm-hmm. So, but, yeah. And then, so that was your Saturday. You got back kind of late. Yeah, I did get back late because I just kept having fun and just being like, oh, I should go, but I'm having so much fun talking to people. Mm-hmm. Whereas I'm like, I should leave this party at the earliest possible convenience. Right. I got home late and then morning came real early and I was uh-huh. like, oh, I'm so tired. I wasn't hungover. I was just tired. Because, <laughs> yeah, well, I, I made that. a lot of gin and tonics. I didn't drink a lot of gin and tonics. So we, so we got up, I opened my Father's Day presents, mm-hmm. which were not nerdy at all. No, uh, we got little teeny tiny mini dice, like... Mm-hmm, because I needed them for, I realized, for Arkham Horror, they mm-hmm. give you, like, six dice, and at one point you're, like, rolling 13 dice at the so same time. you have time. to roll, like, two of them at the same you're, time. You're, like, rolling and re-rolling and re-rolling. And so, yeah, I was like, it would be really handy if I just had, like, this little... Here, give me this 36-count box of dice. Of mini dice. And, and so I have those now in the box, and that'll be really cool. And then I got a play mat, which sounds super juvenile. It's like a giant mouse pad. Yeah. It's like a three-foot square mouse pad. very expensive mouse pad. <laughs> Fantasy Flight Games, if you're listening, you suck. Um, but they make really expensive, nice mouse pads that you play uh, X-Wing on, which is a miniatures game, mm-hmm. which is... Kind of like a board game if the board was not really a board. It was just kind of... If the board was a table. Yeah. And then all your pieces were like 3D miniature pieces that you had to move in physical space. Right. To be able to like attack and whatever. Yeah, exactly. So it's it's really fun. I like it. Um, But yeah, it is super nerdy. And this helps because the places... Like it kind of helps them stick to the ground a little better. It's grippy. And doesn't... They don't wiggle around as much and it's good and... It's not so busy that you can't see the tokens and markers and asteroids and I'm not making this sound any less nerdy, am I? I mean, no. 
Truly, truly, you're not. But it's. I'm sure we have nerds who listen yeah. to our podcasts because so. they're mostly our friends, and yeah. we mostly have nerd friends. And like, legit, if you want to play someday with me, like, I'm not gonna play this game with Adam. No. So if somebody else can come, and our eldest like kind of plays it, but we have to play a really watered down version of it because he just can't handle all of the things that are happening. It's, at the it's same very time. complex. It's and okay. so it's fun. We still just kind of like dogfight with. Is it a two player game? Yeah. It's okay. a two-player game. So you just need, I just need one other person yeah, to come, come and come play over, with Adam. Lisa will make so you gin and tonics. So that I don't have to. And we can play. It and is a service that you can provide me. Yeah, that would be great. And, like, if you have a spouse that doesn't want to play your board games with you, like, that's fine. Yeah. They I'm can in. hang out with me and drink gin and tonics. And we'll we'll be fine. And we'll, I'll... We'll make it work. It'll be great. So, yeah. That's that's a service we're providing. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'll let you pick. You can be... The, the Galactic Empire, the Rebel or, Alliance, or the Scum and Villainy, which is like Lando and Boba Fett. Why wouldn't you be Scum and Villainy? Yeah, I know. It's really an obvious fun. choice. You get, a, you, get a, just, you get to fly the Blue Millennium Falcon Ooh. from the Solo movie. It's a lot of fun. It's got the escape pod in it, which mm-hmm. is a plot convenient device. It seems it. And it literally comes out and like moves around, and it's great. You can like fly it as its own craft, and I have a little Fang Fighter as well, which is a little harder to describe. It's from books. Sounds. It's great. Yeah. Sounds like a little fighter. How did I get married? Uh, this is befuddling to even me. So, anyway, <laughs> so I got that stuff. I also got the illustrated uh, Harry Potter, the third book. book. Yeah, um, Prisoner of Azkaban, uh, which we started. Uh, I actually got that early. I opened that Saturday night so mm-hmm. that I could. Because we were home, and I was like, I know where it is. Yeah. And it wasn't wrapped. Yeah, because Adam buys a lot of his own presents. It's mm-hmm. his gift to me. Yeah. Because I'm like, I don't have time to deal with this, and your taste is esoteric, and every time I buy you a sweater, you're like, it's okay. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, I have enough sweaters, but I do not have enough board games, although I have like 87 times more sweaters. More board, board games, games than and sweaters. sweaters but yes. like... Yeah, that's well, my burden. It's a hole in your heart. That's and then, just like, so we went to church after that, right? Because I'm the kind good. of person who goes to Pride and then goes to church. Yeah, serves serves gin and tonics after a Pride in a Pride after party, right? And then goes to church next morning. We're yeah. complicated souls. I am complicated. <laughs> and so, um, and then we went to my mom and dad's. I will say my dad and mom's probably because you know it's Father's mm-hmm. Day. It is Father's Day. And we gave my mom her Mother's Day present, which we bought on the way to your mom's house yeah, because uh, I kind of was gonna put my foot down and was like, "I'm not buying your parents' Father and Mother's Day presents. You're in charge of that. You're their child." Yeah, and I suck at that. And then but... it didn't happen. So yeah, I suck at that. So we got, and we also got Dad's Father's Day present on the way down. It's true. And delivered those. Checked that off the list. Had some steak and. Hung out. My dad is interesting. It, he's increasingly collecting like bouncy houses and candy cane machine or cotton candy machines so, and like slip and slide shenanigans. Like, so here's what happened. He's going to turn into a carny. I'm a little concerned. Yeah. So here's what happened. So there's an auction website that auctions off like these, those inflatables and like mm-hmm. all this like party equipment. And I don't know why that's their niche. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know. Is it local to them? Or is it like... No, they like go out and then they source stuff and they bring it back and then they liquidate it. But like mm-hmm. it's all like they can read her it and like, 
you know, the blowers, like they can rebuild the blowers that inflate the inflatables and patch them up and make sure they're okay. And then they sell them um, on an auction website that they run. And my dad found this place and... He does love a bargain. He loves a bargain. And what he, he realized was they're just right around the corner. So he worked out a deal with them that he'll bid on the auction. And whoever else is bidding against him is including shipping in their mental math of how much mm-hmm. this thing is going to cost in total. And we're talking like those inflatables, like those big... Right. They they can be like hundreds of dollars, like really big inflatables. Yeah. That are pricey. To ship. Yeah. And and dad just worked out that if I just come to your warehouse, will you just hold it for me and let me pick it up? And they're like, yeah, sure, whatever. That works for us. Like, yeah, we don't care. We don't care. I mean, as long as you're there within like 48 hours to get it off our dock, that's mm-hmm. that's fantastic. He's got a truck. Yeah, no problem. So he'll just go over and he'll he'll win a bid and then he'll go over and pick it up and whoever else was bidding on it like wimped out that he can bet a little extra money because he's not paying shipping. Right. And yeah, he, so he's totally cheating this game. So he's got, I think, two of those giant inflatables now. They're, I mean, they're not the giant. They're not the giant ones. Inflatables, I would say they're like small inflatables. They're about 15 foot square. Right. They're not that and tall. Maybe 10, 15 foot tall. Yeah. At the tallest. But like, that's not. That's like including like the like mm-hmm. safety net kind of stuff. Right. Uh, he's I'm, got a snow cone machine. Yeah, he has a snow cone machine. And a cotton candy machine. He has machine. a cotton candy machine. Does he have a popcorn maker? Uh, I don't know. Maybe. Yeah, like he is. He's it, slowly assembling a carnival. Yes. And like he has 10 grandkids. So like they are getting the mileage out of this stuff. Like we're. we're I mean, they are, but at the same time, it's like. It's super bizarre. It's not necessary. Also, like my, my dad, like. Was not interested in buying frivolous items <laughs> when I was... When you were wanting frivolous when items. When I was wanting frivolous he items. He still won't buy you Legos for Christmas. No. Like, I'm like, Dad, I want a set of Legos. I want the set of Legos for Christmas. He's like, I don't know about that. I'm like, what? I'm going to get you another pair. Like, Mom will get you another pair of pajamas. I'm like, I literally have 12 pairs of pajamas. I do not have this little Lego set. Just because that's what I want. <sighs> but anyway, so... <laughs> But now he's all frivolous on his grandkids, which I guess right. is the entire point of grandkids. Right, it is the point of grandkids, because you're not responsible for so. them turning into assholes. So. Well, except maybe you are. Except maybe you are. Yeah. No. no. Um, so that was fun. So we were down there. We had fun with all the cousins. and mm-hmm. It was It was fun. good. I had a yeah. really weird piece of corn that was, like, sour. Yeah. I don't know what happened there. But anyway, other than that, it was, it was a delightful evening. Mm-hmm. And we came up and we watched tonight's movie, which we're, what's the clock? We're 38 minutes in. We're going to mention the movie. Yes. Um, and it is a movie. Yes. This movie is um, called Malibu Rescue. Yes. Malibu I think, Rescue. I think. Um, it is a Netflix original. A Netflix original. And it basically is a, a very long pilot yeah. to a series. So it's like a, it's almost like a triple episode. Like it's an hour and nine minutes long. So if you had like a, your typical 22 minute mm-hmm. uh, TV show or whatever, this is just three of them in a trench coat pretending to be a movie. Right. hundred so percent. It really is not great. Um, first off, it has a lot of the use of um, Cake by the Ocean. Yes. Like it is the main like theme of... Like, the main musical notes of this whole movie. What else were they playing that I was like, okay. Yeah, it's weird. Um, I'll have to look. But it's about this kid. It's the first day of summer vacation. Mm -hmm. You know, like, school's out. 
Is it the last day of school? It's the last day of school because the, the janitor's out front, like, cleaning up. And the janitor, weirdly, weird flex on this, it's Booger from Revenge of the Nerds. Right. So, like, so, I mean, I'm glad that Booger from Revenge of the Nerds is getting paid. Mm-hmm. But, but like, there's better ways, buddy. I mean, but also, like, he's such a distinct person. Mm-hmm. Like, his look is very distinctive and his voice is very distinctive. See, and so it's not this, like he can disappear into a character. It's always like, oh, that's Booger. Like, I always kind of sort of like initially get him confused with Clint Howard. Who's that? Uh, Ron's little brother. He was... He also does like all Oh, these... yeah, 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 yeah. He's kind of... But yeah, no. Yeah, they... I don't know. But they kind of... They kind of play... They paddle in the same waters where... Right, right. They... It, they're just on screen for a couple minutes, a minor part, mm-hmm. just to keep their SAG card active and the insurance going. And then, because that's, that's all they need. They're getting real mm-hmm. royalties from Risky Business or... Um, or Revenge of the Nerds. Revenge of the Nerds or whatever Clint Howard was in. Um, I don't know. Uh, he's... Star, Star Trek. Trek. The original, yeah. Or just being Ron's little brother, like... That pays well, I'm sure. I mean, maybe it does. Who uh, knows? But he, uh, I don't think he's hurting. Um, mm-hmm. But, yeah, you know, you just got to keep your sad card going. So just these little bit parts here and there, they, they, they're they fine. But they, uh, he's there. And so, like, this kid walks out and last day of school, and he's, like, putting his helmet on in the front steps. And I'm like, first off, you're on the top step with a skateboard. Right. Like, don't put your... This is not where you put your helmet on. Like, yeah, walk down the stairs. Walk down the stairs. To the sidewalk where it's public land. Yeah, clip it on. Now go. Like, not hard, guy. But anyway, and so... He, like, skateboards off. Like, yay, freedom, you know. And he, does he, like, skateboard down the stairs? Does he, like, do a big no, he's ollie like, and, like, he's like slide standing, down the He's, like, standing at railing. the front, clipping his helmet. And then, like, the next thing you see, he's, like, on the ground, like, dropping the board and jumping oh. on so they didn't even like they didn't show, show any skateboarding. Well, like they'd have to hire a stunt double, and that's too much money. Oh no, it's totally one hundred percent. There's a stunt double for this because he okay. puts on a helmet that's really low over his face, mm-hmm. and then you ne- when that's the wide angle shot of him on the skateboard. You never see like his face clearly. It's mm-hmm. kind of like from behind or like three quarters where you can't really see him and see that it's him. I mean, they did a pretty decent job on the body shape. Yeah, because you know scrawny kid is a pretty right. I easy... mean, it's not that, like, to find a skateboarder. Yeah, I mean, a skateboarder that looks a little, Well, like... and especially if you're like, whatever, we're going to have you wear hoodie and some baggy pants. That, like, that's not suspicious yeah. on a skateboarder. Right. So, you know, and, yeah, and it's not like they go to the wide shot and suddenly he's got, like, a full beard and, like, tattoos all over his legs. You're like, that would no, be amazing. Would, I would do that in my movie. <laughs> you make sure that your, your uh, stunt double looks 0% like... Yeah. Your other person. It's really weird. In close-ups, he's, you know. Right. And the wide angle, he's like a giant black woman from Alabama. It's right. Like, so weird. Very inclusive. Mm-hmm. Um, just how he identifies in wide angle shots. That's, right. He just, yeah. Anyway. Um, but the, uh, and he's skateboarding through and like the bully throws the books in front of him and he wipes out. Mm-hmm. And then he tries to get revenge on the bully. There's a security guard. That's giving him grief. During this part, I was um, grocery yeah. shopping. So, so I a, missed. It, I kind of came in halfway through. Like, he's trying to avoid the security guard, but, like, the bully throws his books in front of him, and he crashes in front of the security guard. He's like, didn't you see that? And he's like, she's like, I saw you skateboarding on school property. Yeah, but 
I could have gotten hurt. Not if you weren't skateboarding on school property. And you could tell, like, they've had a bit of a relationship. Which right, was there's, not... some, there's, some, uh, there's some history there. Yeah, where she's just like, you're getting it. Because he knew her name, like, instantly as soon as he looked. At, and she knew his. Mm-hmm. I'm like, that's eh, not good to know the, the school security guard's name. Like, right, on a, right. people to be on a first name basis with. Right. That's not great. So, uh, and then he goes to get revenge on the, the jock, bully. the bully jock, the bro. by like throwing, he throws some Mentos in his Coke, but they're not Mentoses and they're not Cokes because, you know, right, brandy. right. And it like explodes all over his face in like a really excessive way. Like, I mean, Mentos and Coke is very excessive. It is. But... How do you sneak Mentos into Coke where people aren't looking where they, well, he's like, did he like con... open it and then he, like, like walk away? Well, he's, he's got the, the jock has it open. Mm-hmm. He's got like a 20 ounce. Okay. So this is not a, yeah, a big thing. And he's like, Hey, what's over there? And he just like drops two Mentos in the guy's 20 ounce Coke. Mm-hmm. And when the guy looks back, he's got it pointed at his face. He's about to take a drink and he's like, what? And it just like, blurts all over his face and it's like a good 15 seconds of him just holding this coat like like the way that it's framed you can't see the bottom of it because he's in his car so it's like below the oh wait he's in a miata he's in a like miata convertible okay i was like he's he's in his car how did he like reach over it's still very impractical like it's it's he just like walked up to him like you could tell somebody wrote this in the script and like that's what we're gonna do. And they and like then, did not block it in their head. Yeah. There was, story, no, there was no storyboarding that happened. Yeah, it was just like this happens. And so like it's it's all done in like close up, like insert shots so that like it kinda looks like it works, but I'm like, that like his coke it was like over in his right hand, like in the middle of the car. So when he looks over no, his shoulder... No, like he would have to like have it in his left hand like over the edge of the car. Yeah, and like then, that would have worked. And then he, he'd be like skateboard by and like, you know... Plunk it in. Plunk it in. But no, they just kind of blocked it weird. And like, and so he's like holding it down below and it literally looks like, you know, somebody's just got a air compressor like running it through a reservoir with a hose just oh, yeah. throwing it in his 100%. face. And, yeah, and that's exactly what happened. And so it gets all over the car and he's like, you're dead! And he starts chasing him. You know, he's in the, the Jack's in the Miata, the kid's on the skateboard and mm-hmm. ends up, the kid comes flying around the corner and like wipes out and the skateboard ends up in a tree because they do that. Right. It's very, it's very dramatic that yeah. way. If the skateboard's in a tree. And he, and he ends up crash, like running into the security guard's car. She's like, really? And then mm-hmm. the security, and then the skateboard falls out and like stabs itself through the windshield of the. Oh my God. Yeah. Of the car. And she's like, oh we're going to have to work on this. Like, uh-huh. she was just going to... Was he still on school grounds, though? Yeah, he was still solely on school grounds. Oh, man. And so, and like, you could tell she was just like, man, I just wanted to get through today and go home. Right, like, I'm done. I'm done with you but people. But now there's, like, paperwork. Like, right, this is a lot of paperwork. I could just yell at you and chase you out the property. That'd be great. But, like, there's damage to my car. Either I'm this paying is, for it or you're paying for right, it, and an it's not me. insurance claim. It's like workman's comp. It's a whole thing. Yeah, so she has to take him home, and we meet his family. Mm-hmm. Uh, his mom is like a YouTube like a, influencer. Yeah, like a vlogger. Yeah, but she's like super weird at it. I don't mm-hmm. know. Like, she's got like mommy life hacks or something that right, she's doing. Right, mom hacks. Yeah, and it's just awkward. And he's got the required... Uh, grumpy stepdad. I like who's cold. Let's say cold. Uh, he's, yeah, he definitely is the, yeah, he's the evil stepdad of the story. Like, he's not. And and so she, the security guard brings him to the house and drops him off. And they have the 
I'm I'm not so much disappointed as I am, or I'm not as mad as I am I'm disappointed. disappointed. Yeah, you know, pep talk. Like it's all by the numbers. It's so by the numbers, and um, everything just, um, you know, it's it's so lame. And they're like, oh, what are we going to do with you? We can ground you. We can do this. You can't do this. And the dad's, the stepdad's like, well, you're going to do what I did. You're going to be a junior rescuer mm-hmm. for, for the summer. Right. And he's like, uh, this sounds lame. Wait, no. Wait. Isn't that just hanging out on the beach in Malibu? Right. Like, I'm down with that. Because they're like from the valley. Because alternately, he was going to like clean up trash with the janitor all summer. Yeah. He was going to work with Booger. His... And that was like his initial punishment. But instead he's going to he's going to go out and clean up the beach. Or he's going to work at the beach as a lifeguard, junior junior lifeguard in Malibu. And like there's this whole thing where he's from the valley. And every time they mention the valley, that's it's how like they say it. I mean, uh <laughs> I will say like Cher Horowitz on Clueless did get held up in the valley <laughs> at right. a liquor store. <laughs> well, I mean like sure, but you know and where did they live? Jeff Bridges got arrested in Malibu, Malibu. So I don't know. Like, stay out of Malibu, Lebowski. Lebowski like, slams the coffee cup into his face. Like, what the heck? Yeah, that was a great one. Anyway, um, this is the extent of California geography it's and true. like anthropology is mostly like clueless and Big Lebowski. Right. That's all I have. So if it's not accurate, um, blame, blame, blame the them. filmmakers. Um, so he goes, he gets picked up in this like really cruddy bus. It's like a short bus. It is a short bus. And they take him out to, um, to Malibu. To Malibu. Like the weird thing about this, how did that bus know to pick him up and where to pick him up? Like, I guess they had I to guess make his parents calls, called. But like. It was like, we want to sign him up for this like junior rescue or whatever. But there's the other kid that's like chasing them on the bike trying to get on the bus. Is it Eric? Yeah. And. For some reason, they didn't know he was coming. Like, they didn't stop. Like, what? How did that kid miss the bus? I don't know. But the other kid gets on it. Like, I I don't know. It's weird. And then they pick up. So they start picking up the, you know. So the first thing, you know, they, they, they pick up Tyler, who's our hero. I forgot to give his name. Oh, yes. Yeah, so and then Eric's, Tyler. like, chasing him. So that's his character. He's, he's always just kind of a little bit late and a little bit off and not quite good at anything mm-hmm. uh and then they stop at the next stop and it's um uh this other girl it gina? gina it's gina's the next one who's like doing burpees at the bus stop mm-hmm. before she, the bus gets there yeah, to establish like, her character as the sporty one the sporty one and like, like we're basically the spice girls yeah and then uh they pick up this redheaded girl um mm-hmm. lizzie lizzie and they're all kind of like the delinquents now mm-hmm. Because they're all just, like, misfits from the valley. First of all, like, none of them are from Malibu. Right. So all the other... They get dropped off at this, like, junior rescue thing. And all of them are... Like, the four of them are from the valley. And everybody else is from from Malibu. Malibu. And so they kind of get thrown into their own... Their own group. Their own group. Because everybody else has a group already. And so, yeah. And so they're just kind of misfits. And at this point, it's like, oh, this movie. Like... Yeah, yeah. It's going to be the four misfits teaming together... To to rise above, above and, and overcome. And they're trying to, like, I don't know. They all think, like, they all think it's going to be something different. Like, the one kid, like, Tyler, the main kid's like, oh, I'm just going to, like, chill on the beach and not have to mm-hmm. deal with anything. Like, that's not too bad. Right. Turns out he's wrong. 
the one girl's like, oh, I'm going to like save everybody's life and I'm going to be doing CPR and I'm going to be like peeing on jellyfish stings and like all this fun stuff. Yeah, right. not not really that either. The one kid's like, Eric's like, I, I, I don't really know. I'm just here, here to make friends. I'm here to make friends. And like nobody likes him. Mm-hmm. And then the one like sporty girl's like, I'm here to like win. I'm going right. to win. And they're like, this isn't really a competition. Right. To, but it is. But it is. And so she's like kind of disappointed that she's on this team of like losers and right. obviously not going to win. And then they get like kind of an overseer who's just like an older kid. A captain. Yeah, because, like, these are, like, maybe freshmen, sophomores. I don't know if the captains are older or if the captains have just been in the program already. Yeah, maybe a little column A, column B. Yeah, I'm not sure. But, like, also, it's it's hard because, like, all of these are, like, 19-year-old kids playing, like, 14-year-old kids. And you're like, I don't know how old you're supposed to be. Right, right. But, like, I don't know. It's just that, that problem of, like, the old Nick like movies and TV shows where you're like, oh, you're 14. Mm-hmm. Hmm. You, you need to shave. <laughs> right. Not... But yeah. So there is this one bro. His name mm. is Brody because like Brody bro D. Yeah. Um, and he's in charge of dividing up like what captains go with what teams. So like all the teams are already established mm-hmm. except for this new team, which they, they name the flounders. Yes. Cause like everything's like dogfish and like, Hammerheads and barracudas, barracudas and flounders and flounders, yeah. Which is yeah. Um, and they give them Dylan, who mm-hmm. has never been a captain before, and so she's like green. And she also seems to be like kind of on the outside because like it's all these like bros and like people who yeah like big jaws that eat ivy and like stuff like that. Right. And they're always high fiving each other. Yeah, and she's just kind of not mm-hmm. like that. And so it's kind of obvious that she's out. And so they're kind of stacking the deck against her with these misfits. Mm-hmm. And everything's just kind of... And also stacking it against the misfits with her. Like, yeah. it's like, well, you're inexperienced. So, like, I can blame all of all of their, like, struggle on you. And also... Yeah, if you screw up, I can blame... If they screw up, we can lump you with their screw up. If you screw up, we can lump you with theirs. And then we'll just get rid of all of you. You're both out. Yeah. Yeah. We'll just get rid of all of you. We don't want you. Stay out of Malibu. Right. And, yeah. And that's kind of the idea. Yeah. Which we learn later. Like, so initially, Tyler is like, how do we get out of this? And he talks with his sister and is like, the same way I got out of ballet, even though... Like, my dad paid for a year of lessons. It was like, you didn't get out of ballet. You were kicked out of ballet for biting, like, whoever, this girl. <gasps> and he was like, oh, you bit a girl to get kicked out of ballet. And, he, and she was like, yep. <laughs> like, He's like, oh, okay. So he tries to figure out how to, like. How to get kicked out of the program. Which is, like, the hijinks montage. Right. So he, he does try all these, like, hijinksy type uh, pranks, but on his own team. Yeah. And, well, no, he, he also, like, he takes the bolts out of the, like, lifeguard stands. That's a very Brody, end. yeah. Like, face plants from, like, 30 feet, which would have killed him. I mean, maybe not killed, but, like, he definitely not just, like, shape. dust off your shoulders and stand up. Yeah. And so he, like, he's trying to get kicked out. And so he gets hauled up to, like, the main office. Mm-hmm. And we meet the, like, head of the Malibu lifeguard Right. Guild or right. whatever. And he's um he's he's played by um I looked it up. It's Ian's, Ian. Yeah, Ian Zering. Zering. Mm-hmm. 
um, who was in like 292 episodes of Beverly Hills 90210. So right. you may know him from that. Right. I didn't watch Beverly Hills 90210, but I definitely recognized him. And I was like, where do I recognize him from? And then I looked at all the movies that he's been in. And I was like, oh, I haven't seen any of these movies. Uh, so it must be 90210. He is the protagonist of the Sharknado series. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, of course, the crossover it had with, um, what's the name of that movie? Hold on. Sorry. I had it in it. I lost it. Where is oh, it? Man, Lava Lantula. Lava Lantula is that a tarantula who's also a volcano? Pretty much, yeah. It's okay. a lava-based tarantula. Lava-based tarantula, just like a sharknado. That a shark-based tarantula. Terrifying. Yeah, I mean, you know, you're not wrong. Um, but yeah, so he's he's Finn Shepard in all of those movies, mm-hmm. and Finn Shepard in Lava Lantula too, because apparently they share a universe. Right. Because why wouldn't they? Right. So anyway, in this movie... Uh, he's just a douchebag. He's a douchebag. I mean, I kind of feel like he's a douchebag all the time. I don't know. I haven't but seen any Sharknado movies. If you've seen Sharknado, you'll need to tell me if the protagonist is kind of a douchebag. But, um... So he admits to Tyler... Uh, he Because Tyler is kind of like, I'm trying to get kicked out. Uh, so I'm, I'm kicked out, right? And he's like, no, I'm not going to kick you out. I'm going to stay... I'm going to make you stay here because you're a fuck-up and you're going to fuck up your team and then I don't have to have all of these, like, dirty... Uh, valley kids. Valley kids, like, messing up my my beautiful, pristine Malibu uh, team or whatever. Mm-hmm. And he was like, what? He's like, yeah, I'm only doing this because, like, the mayor's making me. It's like an inclusion program. It's stupid. And, uh... Yeah. And he's like, oh! He's like, oh, shit. <laughs> like, oh, it's on. So and then so, he pivots from wanting to get kicked out to, like, really, like, I'll show you, like, wanting yeah. to do well. Yeah, it goes from 0 to 60 real fast on that. He, he He's a person of extremes. He, he, runs, he runs hot or cold. Um, yeah, so then he pivots into, like, oh, instead of, like, spending a whole day fucking up, like, let's just, like, do let's this. Let's try this. And he reads the book and he, like, tries to get mm-hmm. in. And, and tries to get ready for the big so, contest at but the then end. But then there's a training montage. So, like, yeah. there's a prank montage, and then there's, like, two lines of dialogue, and then there's, like, a training montage. Yeah, <laughs> like, like, it's, it's a lot, it's it's an an hour lot of montages. Nine, it's an hour and nine minutes. you got to get them in. Like, montage is the way to do that, to, right. like, Cake by the Ocean. Yeah. Like, yeah, training montage to Cake by the Ocean. I will that's... have to look up the rest of their soundtrack, because I remember there was something else that I was like, that's an interesting choice. <laughs> Strange reflex, but okay. And so he's he's building the team and he's trying to get them all together. And the reason is there's a big test at the end. It's called the Crucible. The Crucible. And what happens is, first off, no one reads any plays by Arthur Miller, which is sad. Mm-hmm. Um, but then the uh, they do all these sporting contests where they like have to like haul a boat and row a boat and swim and find a sandbag at the bottom of the ocean and mm-hmm. like all of these things that simulate like. Like an underwater rescue and then like a first aid. Yeah. Like you have to safely carry one member of your team Mm -hmm. to the first aid station. You know, like. You have to do. And then there's an ATV race that they. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And and so they're training for all this stuff and getting ready. And they have an ATV like moment where Mm -hmm. like Douchebag McGee, the other. Brody. Brody. Like kind of challenges Tyler to a race. Right. And they get in this race. Right. And take off. Right. And this race starts in Malibu. This race starts in Malibu. Yeah, and it uh, ends. Tyler gets in. I don't. I was not paying attention to this part. I have to say, 
Yeah. But I know he crashes into a sand sculpture competition mm-hmm. in Santa Monica. Right. I googled this. Malibu is 18 and a half miles away from Santa Monica. I feel, yeah. I feel that's a and long that's, And that's like, you know, Pacific Coast Highway. Mm-hmm. Like, so I assume the, the actual beach distance is very, very similar. Yeah. And probably like several like rocky outcrops between them and like. Yeah. So like 18 miles. It takes 40 minutes to, to drive. drive. <laughs> I can't imagine less on an ATV. Right. Right. So they just drove for like an hour. Or else this is like on the way like way edge, edge of, of one in the. Yeah, maybe it's just the line. But there's also but like why would a couple you have of places the between, Santa like, Monica Sand Castle Festival like on your like county line or state line or whatever, whatever. Yeah, on the, like on the border. Why would you have it on the border? Why wouldn't you have it like in the middle of your beach? Why would you have so, it on the very edge of your beach? All right. Also, like, okay, I'm I'm, I'm doing some Google real quick here. Where the heck is Malibu? Okay. So Malibu is, yeah, it's the Pacific Coast Highway. Mm-hmm. Um, there are, okay, so there's the Malibu Lagoon that he would have had to have raced across. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there's, like, Tuna Canyon Park. So there's this huge park. Like a, a giant state yeah. park? Yeah. There's, like, a giant state Fuck. park out there. Um, the, the rocks do, like, the beach does legit disappear several times. So I can only assume he's on Highway 1 Mm -hmm. going down the Pacific Coast Highway in an ATV. (laughs) Um, and then he's on Castle Rock Beach. He goes by the Gladstones. Um, he somehow makes it So there's no point where Malibu is, like, right next to Santa Monica. Oh, no. There's a park between them. Okay. The Pacific Palisades uh, is, is between them, and then you get to Santa Monica. Oh, man. Like, it is not... Yeah, so he was really he was really in his groove on that ATV. Yeah, he's not jumping, o- jumping over mountains. And he made it in, like, two two and a half minutes, according Maybe to the Maybe it movie. was a montage. Maybe it was a montage. But, like, still, I think you would have shown the mountains in the montage. And, like, the highway <laughs> one drifting around and, the corners. Right, and him, like, jumping over it like Steve McQueen. Yeah, yeah. Like, it would have been great. But, like, no, no. Nope. It's just, like, 30 seconds worth of racing. Oh, and choo-choo. then he's crashing into scan sculptors. And that... And, and, like, because he'd been doing really well mm-hmm. and getting his team together, now... Now they'll kick him out. Now they'll kick so him out. So because he, like, it wasn't... He was just, you know, screwing around and racing. Mm-hmm. He, and because he destroyed the Santa Monica sand sculpture, whatever, he gets kicked out. But the other guy who was raising him did not get no kicked penalties. out. No penalties. No penalty. Yeah. So, yeah, that's not fair. But anyway... And so he goes, he gets kicked out, and his dad's like, all right, fine, you're going to help the janitor. And he goes and helps Booger clean up mm-hmm. litter in front of the high school. And it's like, it's not even fair. Like, yeah. this, this sucks. He's like, wait, where were you? He's like, Santa Monica. He's like, oh, yeah, the head so, lifeguard. So the, they pick, so what happens is oh, yeah. Eric has to go to the bathroom. And then he, like, overhears bro talking yeah. to his other bro friends about like how it was all a setup of like yeah I just did that cause, so that he'd get kicked out and like the director was really worried because like the team's really good now and like th- they're starting to be a threat and so like we needed to get him out and kind of like gut his team and he was like oh they've been set up so they take the short bus on the way home to the school yep and they're like you were set up 
and the uh, super stoner bus driver. Yeah, he's basically the bus driver from The Simpsons Made Human. I mean, but like... As are several of my actual bus drivers. I don't know. I don't know. He was just, he was a very, he was very stoner-y. Yeah. I was like, yeah, man, what's up? And, uh... Yeah, he's like, I'm a lawyer. And that, you know, he, he doesn't, he doesn't have a jurisdiction in Santa Monica. Mm -hmm. If... Because he's he's from Malibu. He doesn't have any jurisdiction about things that happen in Santa Monica, which I feel is not accurate. Because, like, there's probably some sort of, like, clause in the employment contract that, like, you know, if if you shoot a dude in Santa Monica, you can get fired in Malibu. That's (laughs) legit. Also, like, they're not employees. No. This is, like, a a program. Yeah. But, like, I don't know that this is a government program. I have no idea. It's very nebulous. It's very nebulous. But yeah, I would think he would still be able to get kicked out, but so whatever. they hatch a plan that he's going to come back. He's right. just going to come That's back. That's just the plan. The plan is that he's going to come back. Yeah. And in, so... In the meantime, when he gets home, he, like, talks to his mom. His mom's like, what's with you? <laughs> like, what's your deal? And he's like, yeah, um, I'm kind of tired of, like, feeling like a screw-up. And he's and mom's like, well, you should stop acting like a screw-up. Like... Yeah, you're actually really good at stuff. You're smart. You... Like, right. you put a lot of effort into being a screw-up. If you put effort into not screwing up, like, maybe... Like, you'd be amazing. Maybe you'd do better. And he's like, okay. Which, again, is, like, a very kind of tropish. Very tropish, right. And so, the next day, he shows up. It's the day of the Crucible. Day cast, of the Crucible. And he just shows all this up. happened in, like, a week. Yeah. And so, the mayor is there. The right, the mayor Douchebag who... McGee, who's in charge, is running the show. Right, the mayor who was like, hey... You need to be inclusive and open up this program to kids from the valley. Yeah. He's there. And so, like, he gets back with his team. He's like, all right, we're going to win this. And they have the race. And it's like him, their team is, like, neck and neck with the With the best team. team. The best team. Yeah. And they're playing for the, who gets to populate, like, which team gets to, like, occupy which guard which house. tower. Yeah. Which guard tower. On the beach. Now, I just got back from beach vacation. I don't remember any guard towers. I mean... We were, we like, were on in, our own. We were in North Carolina. But, yeah, so, they were like, sorry, uh, if a shark eats you, that's on you. Like, which, by the way, there was totally a shark attack at the beach we were at, like, right, this like last Right, like, days week. after we days, left. Like, the day after we left, there was a shark attack. Right. Um, cool. Cool yeah. story. Like, two, like, the access point, like, two, half a mile down from where we were, that's where it happened. Yep, um, yep. That's cool. Um, but anyway, uh, yeah, like you're on your own. But like apparently Malibu has like at least 19 towers because they're all fighting for Tower 1 or Tower 2. Mm-hmm. Because those are the good towers. And then there's like Tower 19 down by the dumpsters. And I'm like, are they just like, are they numbered sequentially? Or right, is it so just like which tower. one's the best tower? Because like I would start at like mile markers or something, and, right? Like, or like num- down the beach. Yeah, but no, no, we just number them. I mean, randomly. maybe the closer they get to Santa Monica, the more they're like, "That's garbage." Yeah, they got like twenty-seven miles of beach there at the race ATVs on and stuff. But they're fighting for that, and so that's that's what they're trying to do, and um, it's it's real back and forth, like. Mm-hmm. The race is real back and forth, of course, because you have to keep it. You're right. You have to keep it like exciting uh, for the kids. Yeah. Until like the last event, which is the ATV race, mm-hmm. and it's Bro versus Tyler, our hero. Right. And halfway through the race, this lady, whose son had been terrorizing 
It just shows truly, up and does, does stupid truly. stuff. Like the sun had been like dragging um, CPR dummies into the ocean so that when they see it, they thought it was like a person and they like went to go save it. And then they came, they got it to shore and they're like, oh, this is a CPR dummy. Like, and then everyone made fun of them. Yeah. Like at one point, like Tyler's like picking up trash mm -hmm. and the kid just walks up and like hands him a melted Hershey bar, just like right in his hand. And it's just like chocolate, like dripping through his fingers. And he's like, thanks right. kid. That, right. This I, kid, this kid like stole a bunch of floaties. Like this kid is terrible. This kid like sprayed him down with baby oil. Like mm -hmm. it's just, this kid's awful. So this kid Name's has now, Johnny, um, Jeffy, 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 Jeffy. If your name is Jeff, have you ever been called Jeffy? I, I don't know, but he, um, yeah, he's horrible and he ends up stealing a boat is right. So the, he ends up stealing a boat and breaking the motor so he can't like steer or turn it steer off or turn it off, which is not how motors work. Like I would assume if you took. Broke off an important piece of like the control mechanism. It was like mechanism. the handily part. Yeah, I would have like that's where like the throttle controls are. Like I can only assume that would kill the boat. Like maybe I would hope so. Like if, I would if rather it's have good a good design. Uh, yeah, well, none of this. Movie but there's is good like design. the they're like the blow up y yeah boats, but with motors. So they have to decide what to do. Like, do you finish the race, which is like they take you an extra. Two minutes, because as fast as you can race that thing, unless you have to go all the way to Santa Monica and back, in which case it'll take you like five. Right, like, right. Because they're also like apparently supersonic ATVs. Yeah. So you can finish the race and then go save the kid or maybe like let the Coast Guard or literally any fucking adult deal <laughs> with this it? situation. Um, no, he like stops and jumps out and gets his team and they... Commandeer a boat, like not like one of those like inflatable pontoon boats. No, but like a real boat. A with legit like boat. I don't motor. know where that came from. It was just it was conveniently plot, plot there, plot there. And so they get in this boat and they chase down Johnny mm -hmm. or Jeffy. Jeffy, who's like, I can't steer and I can't stop it, and I'm also headed towards a giant barge of gasoline. Yeah, like there's a little fueling station out there. That's kind of how they look, but like it's not. <laughs> um, and so like. Tyler jumps on the boat and like well, the first plan is to kind of like nudge them nudge him off course yeah and they can't they can't do it so they get up real close and Tyler jumps on the right. boat with Jeff and tries to like tries to steer it and steer he it and he's like it's not gonna work so no. he just grabs Jeff Jeffy and jumps the, with him into the water as the boat careens into the fueling station and explodes. And yeah, and my eldest is like, is that how that really happens? I'm like, he's like, is that a real is explosion? Is that a real explosion? I'm like, that was a real explosion, but that's not really how that would probably have happened. <laughs> like, that would have just been like, oh, that sucks. And then, like, there would have been gasoline spilled all over the place. And right. we would have avoided the area for a couple days. Right, we would have killed alive. so many marine lives. Yeah, it would have been awful. But it would not have exploded in a giant fireball if you run an inflatable dinghy into a can of oil or gasoline. I mean, maybe. The, I I'm know. not an expert. I'm not an expert. You kind of are, though. <laughs> no, I mean, I don't really deal with that. Yeah, I mean, but, but still. Um, yeah, and so the mom sees it, and they get the kid, they get Jeffy back on the, oh, Jeffy's not to, breathing. They have to give him CPR. They have to give him CPR on the beach. And okay, he, so when they're learning CPR, it's like, okay, it's two short breaths, and then it's 30 chest compressions. Which they have actually changed that. That is accurate. No. When they're learning CPR. Right. When they're doing CPR on Jeffy, they only do five chest compressions. 
Oh. And one breath. Oh, okay, well, they suck at that. Right, I was like, uh, you're not even doing CPR right. But because they needed to be like, it's not working. It's not working. Like, yeah. because they couldn't Build do... Build attention. Yeah. So they, um, so they, they figure out, like, what's going on there. And, um, they, uh, just found... I found a, a sticker burr. Like the prickly sticker burrs that are on the beach in South Carolina right, stuck to her caftan. In my caftan. It has apparently made it... Right. I've also washed this caftan. Several times. Since, uh... Well, maybe once. Well, just at least once. But... Since the beach. So I'm going to put a pin in that. Uh, it literally has fins already in it. So. Right, right. But anyway. We're going to need to fix that. Uh, anyway, so distracted. So they're trying to save this kid. The mom's there, mm-hmm. and he does like do the like spit water out of your mouth and sit up thing. Right, and be like, that's I'm how CPR better. Works. I don't know. It really. I is mean, like... I've been trained in CPR, but I've never saved a person. <laughs> no, no, they like that that part where they like come back to life. They're like, no, you. Generally speaking, when you do CPR on somebody, you're going to be doing CPR on that person until the ambulance comes, and then that guy's going to do CPR until they drive around the corner, and at that point they'll be like, yeah, he's dead. Like, uh, I mean, good for that guy for doing CPR, but mm-hmm. you, you, or else, you know, they'll be like, okay, he's kind, like, he's got some signs. We can maybe mm-hmm. keep him going. But, like, generally CPR is just not, it's just delaying the inevitable. Mm-hmm. And even if they, like, if you do it right, usually you're in for a long recovery. People don't just, like, sit up afterwards and hug their moms. Right, right. You're, like, you've broken uh, ribs. And... Yeah, you've broken ribs. The kid's been without oxygen for, like, Three minutes so that's not good like he's at least groggy like but no he just sits up and he white-eyed hey mom how you doing and she's like oh jeffy you saved my jeffy and who should show up but the mayor mm-hmm. and he's like jeffy are you okay and uh his wife is like i've had a day clark <laughs> and you're like oh you guys know each other and she's like yeah that's my son and my wife mm-hmm. you just saved the mayor's son and he cuts to the um, the head of the thing, and you can see him, like, cursing, like... Like, that wasn't supposed like, to happen. crap! Like, that was the mayor's son? <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> like, I can't, like, punish this kid for not finishing the race. Mm-hmm. And so they're like, okay, well, the Team A got, you know, the bro team... Mm-hmm. Got Tower 1. Gets Tower 1. Because they finished the race and they won. And Team, you know, second place gets Tower 2, and you guys didn't even finish the race, so you get nothing. And the mayor's like, hold the phone. They saved my son's life. Like, the reason they didn't finish the race is because they were doing what they're supposed to be doing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You need, a, you need to give them something they're for in, that. Yeah, it's the Malibu. Like, but that's the Malibu Junior Rescue Rules. And they're like, they're in Malibu, and they rescued a junior. It checks, it checks all my boxes. Yeah. And I'm like the mayor. So, like, <laughs> if you like your funding, so you're going to do this. <laughs> and he's like, fine, they can have... The one by the dumpster. Dumpster. Number 19 by the dumpster. And and the mayor's like, no. And it cuts to number 19 by the dumpster. And it's covered in graffiti. Yeah. And it's like rusted somehow. Yeah, it's like a wooden and building. It's all rusty. You're like, wait, what? Yeah, I'm like, I don't understand that. But it's also covered in graffiti. Do they have graffiti in Malibu? I would assume so. Opportunistically. Maybe. Probably artistly. Like yeah, a their, graffiti's, their graffiti's all Banksy. Yeah. Um, but... Yeah, and so they're like, no, no. The mayor's like, no, not that one. And so they give them Tower 1. They give them Tower 2. Well, they give them Tower 2. They do not give them Tower 1. Which, uh, yeah, I'll They give, give them Tower 2, and 
uh, the head of whatever is like, I'm going to keep my eye on you. Like, yeah, like definitely like a sinister, like I'm going to be the bad guy for your rest of your lives. Right. The sequel to this. Right. And spoilers, there's yeah. an entire like season. There's a whole series on yeah. Netflix. A whole season of episodes based on this. Where? Because like the bro guy, because the, the problem is there none of the bad guys get like comeuppance. There's no comeuppance. No. That happened. Like in bro this got, movie. yeah, Brody just gets Tower One like he always wanted. Right. And like one of his little like buddies got Tower, that was supposed to get Tower Two, now it's on Tower Three. So whatever. Right, whatever. Like that's not really that bad. Um, the head of the thing is there. But, uh, but Tyler's stepdad does like stand up for him. Yeah. And he's like, my son's awesome. Like, leave him alone. Like, yeah, he's a hero. And it turns out, like, Tyler's stepdad was, like, the junior rescue, rescue guy of the year. Of the year. And, like, he was a pod mate. He was on the team with the current head. And he's like, yeah, that guy's a douche. Like, he's like, yeah, I don't like that guy. Mm-hmm. Like, and so there's some bad, there's some kind of goodish, baddish blood, like, rivalry. Right. And so there's that going on, and it's just a whole thing. Right, and it ends with, like, see, we, like, conquered whatever. But, like, not in a real, like, the movie's over way. Oh, definitely not. Like, there's a lot of hanging. Like, they just became a team. Like, this is the, you know, this was, like, the end of the second act of Avengers. Where, mm-hmm. like, we have a team together, and we've identified the bad guy. Now we have to, like, actually do Act 3 and finish it. Right. Now, there's, no, there's no Act 3 in this movie. There's no Act 3. It's just Act 1, Act 2, and series, which I am not going to watch and report back on. Like, I mean, if I, I can help it. I've seen, like, one of the... Episodes? One of the episodes. I think there's at least 13, and they're, like, half an hour long. Yeah. Or no, they're like 15 minutes long. Oh, they're really, really short. Yeah, they're really short. They uh, didn't seem the... short when I watched it. I oh, was like, oh, Lord. Yeah. Uh-huh. Going on forever. Yeah, but they are, they're kind of short, so. Yeah, so at the very end, it's like, so I wasn't supposed to give you this till tomorrow, but I have something for you. And it's like, is it our new uniforms? Like, it's your new uniforms! Yeah. And they give them their new uniforms, and then they're like, you know what we need to do now? And then they, like, run down the beach in their new uniforms. Yeah. It's the That's motion. the end. That's the end. So, yeah. So is this movie great? No. Is this more movie horrible? I mean. Eh, it's pretty bad. Yeah, it's not great. It's it really not, great. not great. Like the characters have zero development. There's no. no no one is a dynamic character in this movie. No, like everybody kind of. I mean, Tyler maybe. Maybe case could be made, but like nobody has any backstory. Like no, like there's just nothing. Like we don't know. Like we don't know. Is is Tyler's dad dead or just divorced? Like we oh. don't know because he's got. A Was he a firefighter? Is it Christmas time? Then he'd be dead. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that's true. But, like, we don't know. No real development on that one. Right. Um, his mom is still just, like, making YouTube videos at the end. His dad kind of... His stepdad does stand up for him, so there's a little bit of change there. A little but, like, bit. It's really minimal. Like, mm-hmm. it's grasping. Right. So, yeah, it's not great. So, what do we learn from this movie? That we should stay out of Malibu? Stay out of Malibu. Um, California geography is fluid at best. Yes, yes. It's very, like, amoeba-shaped. Um, Who knows? They, maybe there's wormholes. California wormholes. It was a Beach Boys song. <laughs> about that. I remember. It was in the Pet Shop songs. Yes. A, a lot of weird things in that album. Um, let me see. Uh, like, if you try hard, if you try as hard at being a 
good person as a, you do it being a screw up, you might actually amount to something. Yes. Which I feel like I could probably use in my life because like I, I mean... put multiple hours a day into this. Right. Or every week into this. And right. like maybe I should do my job. I mean, but this is a I do my job, but like yeah. maybe, you know, like. It's okay. Leveling up my destiny character or something would be useful. Is that more useful than this? No. I don't, I feel like that's similar. Similar-ish. We are up to like $3.20 on this. What? I know, that's right? That's bananas. That's yeah. like almost a Starbucks drink. Almost. I mean, we take out the quarter they cost us for getting our money out of the system. Then yeah, then it's not. It's not quite. Not but, no. Um, so, you know, we're there. We're getting there. Uh, what else did we learn? I don't know. This was a. This was like. I, this movie could have been written by robots. It was so predictable. So by the numbers. And so just like, oh, this is the part where you're like, hey, you don't need the cards. Like you're a good enough insert whatever. Like, you know, everyone's like, oh, I'm so full of self doubt, and it's like, all you need is a little bit of leadership. You'll be fine. Yeah. And then like. Yeah. Or it's it's like the like, uh, High School Musical, Camp Rock, like. Mm-hmm. Disney movies from yes like fifteen or ten year ten fifteen years ago. I mean that that might be how Disney movies are now still. I don't but... know. Probably I haven't seen them because I don't do those mm-hmm. anymore. Weird stories, but anyway, um, <laughs> I swear I didn't watch those voluntarily. So but... Adam has seen High School Musical so three. High School Musical three so many times. Like it's in the hundreds. Because mm-hmm. I worked in anti-piracy, and the way we had to do it was we would watch ripped, pirated versions of High School Musical 3 to track, mm-hmm. try to track where from. they came from. And one of the ways you did that was you had to, like, keep track of, like, little, like, the logos whenever, like, the Disney Channel would come back from a commercial break or something. Mm-hmm. It'd be a different color logo and, like, different, like, little blips and bloops in the thing. And so you could kind of catalog... Which you could you tell if it at. was the same rip, and then you could tell like what region it came from. Yeah, it was a whole on thing. Little like Easter eggy parts. Spoiler: like ninety nine percent of the ones we got were like the first time it aired. Everybody just recorded that one, and then that was the one that everybody shared. But anyway, but I had to watch the stupid movie so many times, y'all, and I have blocked so much of it from my head. And that, a lot like, of times, Adam will recognize an actor or an actress, and I'll be like, I don't know, and he's like, Oh, they're so familiar. It nine times out of ten, it, they are high, high school, school musical, musical three. three. Oh, I'm like, oh, it's <laughs> Vanessa Hudgens. Okay, that's why she's in everything. She actually is in a lot of stuff. She is. She's in a lot of like the kids stuff we watch. So, mm-hmm. uh, but anyway, Zac Efron mm-hmm. is in a lot of stuff. That one girl that played Sharpay, I've never seen her again. I don't know. I don't even know. Who Funny that story. So one of the actors in High School Musical three. It's one of the, like, tertiary actors. Okay. I, I refer to him as the black one. Oh, okay. So, you know, like, because you've got the main cast and, like, mm-hmm. you, you've got the black one. I don't remember his name. I don't remember the actor's name now. But he's got, like, really cool frizzy hair. Like, he's okay. awesome. Um, his Wikipedia article holds the record for being translated into the most languages. That's very interesting. So, has he gone on to star in like other things? No, his high his his article is basically like it's only his High School Musical character. It's basically just about his High School Musical character. It's only like eight or ten lines long. It's really short, and so 
most of the edits come from like one dude. I wonder if that was like someone's doctorate of like language, yeah. whatever. It's like, I'm going to choose this totally random guy who has a very, very short Wikipedia page. I'm going to translate it into like 100,000 languages. And that's like my doctorate. I don't know. Or just somebody really bored on like Maybe. Reddit. Like that's my Maybe other he bet. has one super fan. It's really interesting age that it's like, yeah, you could be like one Korean super fan, a really bored guy on Reddit, like messing with the internet or a doctorate thesis. And all of these are equally plausible. Right. I could see it being like a doctorate thesis, like experiment. Yeah. But like, like, can we seed this out into a couple different languages and then watch it? Like, can we watch the ripple out to other members of the cast? Can we see? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like. Right. I could see that, but, like, it, I don't know. It would be weird. But anyway, like, it's, like, the most random little piece of trivia you'll ever have in your life. That but... is a random piece of trivia. So there you go. But that's what we learned today. So. Other than that, I got nothing. You got anything? Um, oh, I did learn, not today and not for this movie, but this weekend. Yes. That you can take a bag of chips and you can fold the corners of the bag of chips in. Uh-huh. To make a flat bottom, and then the bag of chips will sit on the table upright. Yeah, and then you can, like, roll down the edge. And then you can roll down the edge, and then you have, like, the a 360, edge. like... Bag of chips. Bag of chips, so, you know, you can approach it from all angles. I was like, I have been living on this earth for 37 years. Yes. I have never seen this. I did not know this was a thing. My mind is blown. So yeah. good. So, so that's a thing. Maybe we'll put pictures somewhere. Maybe. We'll see. <laughs> On our Instagram. <laughs> yeah, we do have an Instagram. So yeah, we have an Instagram. I have to remember how to get there. We can but. put pictures in our Instagram. All right. So that's all I got. Yeah. All right. So, well, to all of you out there, uh, thanks for tuning in. We appreciate it a lot. Yeah. Please uh, parent responsibly. Yeah, please parent responsibly. 